Sign up to The Economist for in-depth curated expert analysis of world events and topics ranging from business and culture to science and technology. You'll get the weekly digital edition, online-only articles, curated newsletters on politics, the markets, science, culture and China, and full access to The Economist Podcast Plus. The Economist is independent journalism for independent thinking. Go to economist.com and get your first month free. You know what the best thing about going to Hawaii is? There's one less Democrat today than there was yesterday. The second best thing about going to Hawaii is as soon as you get off the plane, everybody gets laid. (laughs) Thank you. Thank you. I'll be here all week. What's up? This is Mark K. Saves the Republic. And I'm sure by now you've heard the news. If you haven't, let me be the first to break it to you. Tulsi Gabbard, longtime Hawaiian congresswoman and one-time presidential candidate, who a lot of people, you know, never really believed was a a a staunch believer in the modern uh, psychosis that makes up the Democrat Party. She's not one of those uber psychologically disturbed uh, liberals who wants the destruction of the planet. And okay, who wants to destroy the planet while arguing that they're saving the planet? and destroy mankind while arguing that mankind is the greatest enemy. She's not woke. She's not uh, corrupt. She's not one of those people that is, you know, hey, we know better than you do, stupid Americans, so give us all your money and all the power and we'll take care of everything else because we just don't trust you. Um, You're going to ruin your own life and in the process ruin ours. She's not power hungry, money hungry. She's not one of those, she's not one of those grubby, greasy, grimy Washington politicians. She always seemed like a really cool, nice lady. Also, you know, slight, some would say attractive. Uh, she, 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 she sounds like a normal person when she talks. In fact, I think that's one of the best things about Tulsi Gabbard. And the Democrats really should have, instead of pushing her out of the party, they should have really embraced her because she has this very cool, calm demeanor and her voice is very soothing. She's not irrational. She's not erratic. She's not overly passionate about something stupid. And like I said before, she's much more... I don't know, pleasant to watch and look at than someone like AOC or Ilhan Omar or Rashida Tlaib or Nancy Pelosi or Hillary Clinton or, oh my God, the list of the list of obnoxious female Democrats goes on and on and on. Uh, but if you didn't hear her, she she released a statement yesterday. I'm going to play some clips from it. She released a statement yesterday, basically extracting herself from the Democrat Party. And that was the big headline. But here's what the news media doesn't want you to know. Here's the secret, because whenever there's a story, you know, there's a story that's too big to ignore. This is a story that's too big to ignore. And uh, Tulsi Gabbard leaving the Democrat Party is too big a story to ignore. So, of course, everybody's going to cover it. And if you look at the um, if you look at the uh, the headlines, for example, you can see how the media tries to spin it. The Independent. This is one of my favorites. Tulsi Gabbard's ties to secretive cult may explain her perplexing political journey. I got to read. I haven't read that story yet. I just read the headline, but I have bookmarked that one because I am so uh, psyched about it. Uh, rep- oh, hold on. Let me go. Let me go back. Hold on. Tulsi Gabbard. Let me just type it in here. I'm going to get some more. Former presidential candidate Tulsi Gabbard says she is leaving the Democratic Party. That's from NPR. CNN. Tulsi Gabbard, who sought 2020 Democratic nomination, says she's leaving party. That's from CNN. Uh, Yahoo News. Tulsi Gabbard says she is leaving the Democratic Party. Uh, Honolulu Star Advisor. Tulsi Gabbard says she's leaving the Democratic Party. NBC News. 
Tulsi Gabbard announces she's leaving the Democrat Party. Now, that's the basic milk toast media. They can't ignore the story because it's way too big, but they're ignoring the big part of the story. It's not just that she's leaving the Democrat Party. It's not that just she announced that she's leaving the Democrat Party. It's not just she she said she's leaving the De- Democrat Party. It's that she eviscerated the Democrat Party on the way out the door. It's that she totally, she sucker punched the Democrat Party while she was leaving. And then she slammed the door, opened it up, tossed a grenade in there, held the door closed while the Democrat Party was trying to leave and cackled with glee as the grenade exploded in their faces and destroyed uh, the party as it was going. She didn't just say, I'm leaving the Democrat Party. She said, I'm leaving the Democrat Party because these are the worst people in the entire world. And that's the part of the story that the news media missed or eh, just chose not to report on. Let me play for you. I've chopped it up, so it's not straight. It was pretty, it was a great announcement, by the way. But here's the first part of it. Listen to what she actually said. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness. Okay, that's not leaving the Democrat Party. That is that is just destroying the Democrat Party verbally. That is I mean that is Mike Tyson biting off the ear of the Democrat Party. Elite cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness. I mean, what a great line. That's a fantastic that's a great by the, also a fantastic summary of the Democrat Party. I don't know if she wrote it herself. I assume she does. I mean, she's no longer in politics. She probably doesn't have speech writers uh, on her staff. Maybe. I mean, you know what? If we ever interview her, that's the first thing I'm going to ask her. I'm going to be like, did you write this line yourself? Because it's Pulitzer Prize winning. I mean, it's not because the Pulitzer Prize is a bunch of liberals patting each other on the back. But if, if actual people that wrote beautiful and eloquent and truthful statements ever won awards, elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by uh, cowardly wokeness. I mean, that's that's it sums it all up right there. She continued who divide us by racializing every issue and stoking anti-white racism. Oh, look at that. She's saying you're racist. She's now taken the number one argument that Democrats have against every Republican from from probably, gosh, I don't know, from probably, let's say, 2008 on. When did Barack Obama get elected? 2008. Yeah. From 2008 on. Everyone who was anti-Democrat has been a racist. That's really what it boils down to. Probably earlier, 2007, because um, that's when he was running. Everyone from 2008 on who is anti-Democrat, anti-Barack Obama. Barack Obama is the worst president. Uh, you know, old Rush Limbaugh, we got attacked every single day because he said, I hope, I hope Barack Obama, who's actively trying to destroy the United States of America, fails. And he was called a racist because white man, rich white man, calls for black man to fail as first president of the United States. It wasn't about that at all. It was that when you have a tyrannical socialist hell-bent on a one-world order and putting America last and destroying our Constitution and our entire way of life, yeah, you want that person to fail no matter what their racial makeup. Um, but And Tulsi Gabbard now realizes that, and she's turned the tables. Because look, Tulsi Gabbard is Hawaiian, and so she's coming forward and saying, this party that I'm a part of, uh, they are... They are the race baiters. They are the ones that are dividing us based on race. They are anti-white racists and anti-white nationalists. And it's very, it's very refreshing to hear and so much fun to watch. Here's what she said next. 
who actively work to undermine our God-given freedoms that are enshrined in our Constitution, who are hostile to people of faith and spirituality, who demonize the police but protect criminals at the expense of law-abiding Americans. I mean, I think I, I feel like I've said all of that repeatedly on this podcast. I feel like I've said all of that repeatedly on my show. I feel like I've said all of that repeatedly on Newsmax. I feel like finally, you know, it's so refreshing to see somebody from the Democrat Party come forward and say, hey, listen, I've been a part of this sideshow, this circus act for like years. But come on, guys, enough is enough. Enough is enough. What are you doing? You're taking the side of the criminals over the cops. You're letting these people out of jail. John Fetterman wants to let them all out of jail to go back to the community while defunding the police. You've got Ilhan Omar wanting to defund the police. Rashida Tlaib wanting to defund the police. I mean, AOC, they're, they're painting defund the police all over city streets. And then they wonder why crime is running rampant. It really doesn't take, you know, really, it really here's the thing. If you said, hey, defund breathing, okay? And then people were like, yeah, defund breathing. And stop breathing. What if you started painting stop breathing? It's bad for the environment all over the streets. And people actively stopped breathing. Then, the, then you would complain about how many people were dying. It's the exact same thing when you say defund the police. And then, oh my gosh, crime is running rampant. What is happening? How did that happen? We did, nobody saw that coming. Tulsi Gabbard did. And now she's saying, uh, I'm not going to be party to this anymore. So you can take your party and shove it. And then at the end, she does something else. She calls on more Democrats. And this is the big October surprise. Because this is the time to do this. If you're a Democrat, if you're listening, if you know someone who's a Democrat, and you know, I know it's tough, but lo love the hate the sin, not the sinner, is what I don't know. If, I don't think Jesus said that. Did Jesus say hate the sin, not the sinner, or was that uh, Jerry Falwell? I don't know. It was, it was either Jesus or Jerry Falwell. Hate the sin, not the sinner. So don't hate the Democrat because they could have been brainwashed. Don't hate the Democrat. They could have been born into it. You know, so many people are affected by what happens with their parents' lives. So many people, their political party is based solely on what their parents taught them, what family they were brought up into, or on the flip side, rebelling against that. So you may have a whole slew of Democrats out there. I mean, you got all these Democrat kids and probably not anymore, millennials and Gen Y and Gen Z. Maybe they were brought up by Republicans and now they're rebelling against their parents and they're saying, you're horrible parents and horrible Republicans. I'm going to be a Democrat. And they don't know why, other than the fact that it's cool and they can dye their hair and pierce their nipples and call themselves, you know, they, them, uh, Z, Zay, it, it, it was sham. Wow. Whatever. I don't even know. Is sham wow a program promo uh, uh, pronoun? <laughs> that's, that's what I want. My my pronouns are sham and wow. <laughs> my my pronouns are oxy and clean. That's, what else? What else? Is it? Pocket and fisherman. I don't know. There's all these great. There's a, a Showtime rotisserie. I'm going through. I'm just going through. I don't know how I got on it, but I'm all. I'm going through all the infomercials from my youth that I love to watch, and now I'm just, mighty putty. Those are my pronouns. My pronouns are mighty and putty. Oh man, I miss, uh, oh, I miss that guy. Anyway, listen, <laughs> where was I? Oh yeah. So your political party sometimes can just be something you're born with. It can be, it can be my, I'm a Republican because my parents were Republicans. We've always been Republicans or I'm a Democrat because my parents were Democrats and they've always been Democrats. In fact, my in-laws are like that. They've always just been Democrats, but they are the most non-Democrat Democrats ever. They're devoutly Catholic. They're anti-gay marriage, they're anti-abortion, they're anti-open borders, they're pro-police, 
And for some reason, they still vote for Democrats because, well, that's how we've always voted for Democrats. Donald Trump is crazy. So we're going to vote for Hillary, who really stands against everything that we believe. Remind me later to tell you why I think that the church should be a political pulpit. But that's just, you know, that's just a, that's a story for another day. Um, the, the fact of the matter is, and the thing that really is interesting here is that Tulsi Gabbard is showing people you can make a choice. And in Hawaii, a lot of folks are just born into the Democrat Party. But after a while, after being actively involved in politics, Tulsi Gabbard has realized that the Democrat Party is a group of bad people. I can no longer remain in today's Democratic Party that's under the complete control of an elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness. Warmongers. We're driven by cowardly wokeness. It's so great. I mean, it's such a great, it's such a great description and so accurate. And now she's leaving. And I'll be honest with you, as an immigrant myself, because I mean, she's not an immigrant. She's married. As an immigrant, period, comma, rather, as an immigrant, I feel that I am more in tune with my party than a lot of people that are just born into their party or are rebelling against the, a party because I wasn't a Republican or a Democrat. My parents weren't Republicans or Democrats. We came from Canada. There's no Republican party in Canada. There's no Democrat party in Canada. I don't even really know what the parties, I don't know what the, there's like the Beaver party and the Moose party and the Beaver party is way more fun. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I don't know. I don't know. I don't think that's, I don't think it's a beaver and a moose party, but, uh, but uh, I don't know. Um, where was I? Oh yeah. So I didn't come from a, you know, a, a state where there were political parties there. We, there was no tradition of voting for one party over the other. So when I came here, we started, you know, I didn't become a citizen until gosh, I was in my twenties. Um, so I didn't even get to vote until I was like 20, I want to say six, 25 or 26 years old. That was the first time I voted in any election. I voted in every election since then, but that was the first time I voted in any election. And I got to look at the two parties and I got to watch the news and I got to hear the candidates and I got to look at the issues and I understood, you know, what was good for the country and what was bad for the country. And I've, and I made a decision early on that, well, conservatism is good and this liberal schlock is not only terrible, but dangerous. And sure, listening to Rush Limbaugh that was a big part of that. You know, and, and as an immigrant coming to this country, I listened to the Rush Limbaugh show every day. And I learned about, uh, you know, conservatism. And I learned more importantly about liberalism and how bad it can be. Um, you know, and, and I think that that helped formulate my ideas of what is the United States of America as an outsider. And now Tulsi Gabbard is saying, you don't have to be an outsider. You don't have to be an immigrant to do that. You can do that as a choice. You can, you have a choice as an American citizen. Think about this. Think about this. The way you can choose genders now, you know, apparently the Democrats are telling you, you can do whatever you want. The way you can choose your gender. If you want to be a woman, you can be a woman. If you want to be a man, you can be a man. If you want to be neither, no problem. If you want to be a man and get pregnant, that's totally possible. If you want to be a woman or, or a man, but compete against women's sports, whatever it is you want, you can have, you can change your gender. but. The Democrat Party up in arms that Tulsi Gabbard has changed her political affiliation. Well, guess what? If you crazy people can change your genders at the drop of a hat, uh, Tulsi Gabbard can change her politics. And so can anyone else. That's what they're really scared of. The same argument that says men can be women and women can be men also allows for Democrats to become Republicans or independents or whatever it is, just non-Democrats. And that's what scares them. But she has that right, and she's proving to people that you don't have to be locked into a political ideology. 
You don't have to be locked into a political mentality. You can be whatever you want. Now, I've, I look at Liz Cheney. And by the way, I've heard people compare Tulsi Gabbard and Liz Cheney. And I'm going to be honest with you, that is, an, that is a bad comparison. Because Tulsi, first of all, Liz Cheney still claims she's a Republican. Um, but even though she's kind of basically abandoned the party. Uh, Tulsi Gabbard and Liz Cheney are not the same person. It's not a fair trade. It's not a fair comparison. Because Tulsi Gabbard left her party willingly and of her own volition, she understood the evils that were happening in the Democrat Party, the elitist cabal of warmongers who are driven by cowardly wokeness. She understood exactly what the heck was going on with her party and is going on, and she sees how bad it's going to be. Liz Cheney was thrown out of her party, or will be soon. Liz Cheney, Tulsi Gabbard walked away from politics. She said, I'm going to resign my position. I want to become president. She didn't win that battle. So she just became a political operative on the outside. She became an American citizen who was voicing her opinion as to what was good and what was bad. She was never censured by her own political party. She would never lost a primary. She was never primaried by her own political party and voters and constituents in Wisconsin. She never stabbed her party in the back and she never voted against the leader of her party. She never voted to impeach Donald Trump. In fact, Liz Cheney has voted to impeach Donald Trump and Tulsi Gabbard hasn't. So it's a very unfair comparison. Liz Cheney has no moral character. She has no moral compass. She has no sense of value to her constituents. She has no, uh, she has no honor, really. And she has no loyalty. She is a backstabbing you-know-what. Tulsi Gabbard understood what impeachment was and what it was meant to be. And she looked at the facts and she said, you know what? Is Donald Trump a great person? I don't believe so but I'm not going to vote to impeach him. Why? Because the Democrats aren't great either. And what they're doing with this impeachment process is not what the impeachment process is for. It's unconstitutional. It's not supposed to be a political weapon. It's supposed to be the last resort to save the Republic from some kind of leader who's done a terrible thing to destroy or undermine this country. And that's not what Donald Trump did. So she didn't vote yes. She didn't vote no. She voted present. The only Democrat to do so. Liz Cheney voted, yeah, impeach that mother father. Get him out of here. Disloyal, uh, uh, dishonorable, and um, hope and, you know, recently discharged from her position by the voters of Wyoming. Two totally different people. Liz Cheney was forced out. Tulsi Gabbard looked around and said, get me out. And that's the big difference uh, between the two. Listen, we're going to have more of this on the Mark K Show later today. And I, I hope you do join us. Also, don't forget to join our locals community. It's markk.locals.com. It's growing. There's so much great stuff there. Uh, we're posting every day now. We're doing some other great stuff. I'm gonna, we're going to do more behind the scenes. And whether you're a, a free supporter or a, a paid supporter, I mean, we would love for you to be a paid supporter. But if you can't swing it right now, we understand. Join the community anyway because it gives you some great opportunities to meet some Catriots, to learn some stuff, to get some great content, and, uh, and to grow in you. And you know, like I said, all we want to do here is, tr is try to relay the information that this is what America needs. This is what America is good. This is what it means. This is what the media is not telling you. These are the people who are working for you. These are the people that are working against you. And sometimes you can't always download the podcast or listen to the radio show. That's why we have all these other great platforms like Locals, uh, like markk.locals.com, markk.locals.com, where you can go and get all the information you need to help save the